Hi everybody, this is John with Out of Character. Uh, today I wanted to do a, a review on a game that I got really recently. I, I wanted to talk about this because part of part of the reason we do the podcast and everything, aside from the fact that we like games and every and uh, that it's something that we all enjoy, is we want to support people in the area and you know local creators. We want to support everyone, but especially folks who are you know in the same area as us who are trying to get started. So. Uh, I picked up this at a local game store, uh, Drawbridge Games. It's called 3D6 Supers. Uh, it's by Scott R. Pyle, and it's from Four Color Studios. This is a superhero role-playing game. Uh, we're, we're, I've been on a kick with superhero games lately. Like uh, I've gotten this, I've gotten uh, a couple of other games that you'll find out about later, but I'm really on a superhero kick. So I saw this, and I was like... This looks really interesting, and it's from a local creator. So I wanna, I wanna, you know, see what the deal is. There's a lot of really unique things about this. It is very much inspired by. There's, I, I love in the dedications and everything. They talk about thing, the stuff that kind of inspired this particular game, and uh, you do see a lot of role playing games that you would expect in that list. You know, and it's not just like newer games like Mutants and Masterminds, like a. Uh, Games that inspired us, Marvel Superheroes from TSR, Savage Worlds, GURPS, Fate Core, Mutants and Masterminds, Age of Fantasy from Green Ronin, and uh, Dungeons and Dragons. And then comics are inspired by Avengers, Suicide Squad, uh, Justice Machine, and Daredevil. It does have a feel of like a, an older comic book based role playing game. You do get in and do exactly what you're thinking. You, you make various superheroes and you run around and have missions and do fun things. That's not what made me think that this is really interesting. It's the way that they do those things. So the, all those inspirational games, you, you see some elements of them kind of like reimagined and reincorporated into this, but you also see some really unique stuff that I, I like and I really wanted to share with y'all. I'm just going to jump in. So it, as I said, it's 3D6 Supers. It's unique in a couple of ways. This is not a game where you're meant to be playing the most powerful heroes out there. It's, it explicitly says, like, there there are power levels that you can, like, give a certain number of, of, of uh, points to your characters, to, to your players to build their characters with. But it's kind of meant to be played at, like, low-level to street-level heroes. So you have something from, like, characters like Luke Cage. For, for me, the highest level of street-level hero I always think of is, like, Spider-Man. He's kind of, like, the absolute highest tier level of a street hero. Uh, you know, he's fight. you know, he can handle supervillains, he can handle a purse snatcher with almost no difficulty. He's not bulletproof, so he has vulnerabilities, but he's, you know, still has a lot of powers. Uh, it does use D6s, so if you're new to gaming, if you're, you don't have all the fancy dice yet, uh, raid the Monopoly board, raid the Yahtzee board, or, you know, whatever, and, uh, get, you know, you, you can scare up enough D6s to, uh, to get a game going with this. There is an initiative system that's kind of unique. So, there are other games that use some, a different way of playing with this, but I liked their idea. So, you don't roll for initiative during combat. You use playing cards. So, you do need a deck of playing cards, just regular old playing cards. I use my Indiana Jones playing cards, because I thought that that was funny, and I have a deck of Indiana Jones playing cards. So, what you're doing is, when whenever combat ensues... Actually, I messed up. So, at the beginning of each game... You deal, you're gonna, you know, shuffle your cards. You deal each of your players what's called an issue card. Because they do want this to feel like each play session is a, is an issue of this game. 
uh, or a comic book issue. You deal out your cards to your players, and they're just going to jot that down. Like, you know, I got the Ace of, of Spades, I got the Five of Hearts, I got the Six of Hearts, I got the Four of Clubs. That, that just notes down for them, like, what is your issue card? Then, later, when combat comes up, if they have the same card, they get a bonus. If they have a card that is matching in some other way, like the same number, but not the same, uh, the same suit, they still get some bonuses. So it's fun to be like, you know, hey, this is a really important issue and go you. You know, you, you didn't have to do anything for it. It was just luck, but it still contributes. It still helps you to feel like something different is going on. So I like, I like the card thing as initiative. It, it's exactly what you think. Like the, 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 you know, the king goes higher than the jack. It is also goes down by, if it's a matching, if you both draw twos, then you go by the suit. Uh, it's like, you know, di- diamonds are higher than clubs, so on and so forth. They explain that in the, in the book a bit more, uh, how to determine that. Uh, the only other game I've ever played that did that was, uh, the Pirates of the, the Pirates role-playing game, Pirates of the Caribbean, I think it was. Um, and uh, it, it was just, they just flat out said, like, whoever drew the highest card goes first, and so on and so forth. NPCs will also be getting the cards the same way. So it, it adds something to, you know, kind of be like, oh, I got the, the card that matches my issue card, so I I'm, I'm get bonuses in this encounter for this session uh, to, to help out and do cool things. There is no leveling up in this game. You, you don't get an experience and it's like, well, now you went from level 10 to level 11. Um, their stance is that these characters don't change that way. And I can kind of see what they mean. Like, if you went back to Captain America on day one, yes, he has acquired more skills as time went on. But, you know, he didn't become inherently, like, 50 times stronger. Uh, it also kind of helps with the sliding rule of, like, if you make a character who's, like... Superman, or the Sentry, or Supergirl, or Wonder Woman, they're already really powerful. If you keep adding to that, they just get to a point where they're so powerful, it's hard to challenge them with anything, uh, barring, like, galactic threats, and you don't want to use those all the time. So I like that. Uh, they do have ways to, you know, reward players. One of the, the big mechanics in this game is your karma points. Karma points are basically going to be the, the the chief way to reward those players. You can do a lot of different things with karma points as the game goes on. You can, for example, you can get a reroll on any failed check. You can gain an additional card turn on initiative. So not only do you go when you would go for drawing the jack of hearts, you also go for the ten of diamonds. So you get a chance to do something twice, which is useful. Uh, you gain a save roll versus damage from an attack, which is useful. You can gain a power or facet you don't otherwise possess. I'll explain what that means. Or you can gain, uh, just like an unconventional use of a stat. Like you want to use the mind stat for instead of fighting when you're in melee combat. Or maybe you just gain a cool story element. Like, uh, you want to have a, be in the right place at the right time or have a, a specific, like, you know, we really need to get across town quickly and it would be great if there was like a uh, a motorcycle going down the street at a given moment and I want to use a karma point to make that be a thing. As far as acquiring powers you don't have, let's say you're playing a character who is uh, an acrobat and they're a metahuman and uh, they they're very, they're, their power is basically like Spider-Man tier, Daredevil tier, like acrobatic ability. They, you know, have leaping and they're, they've, they've got a few points in that but that's 
more or less all they're all are about is agility and like being very dodgy and quick. I need to be able to do something else that I have never done before in this particular instance. Like I want to be able to, uh, I need to be able to push this cement pillar that's been knocked down and has rolled over and is crushing these people against this wall. The, the subway tunnel we're in is flooding. There's no one else here. It's my only chance to help them. What can I do? You can use a karma point and say, like, I want to be able to push this thing with my legs because I have so much power in them from being so agile and so, you know, able to jump so far. And it's like, okay, in this instance, that makes sense. And you push that off. Now, it's a one-time use, and it has to make sense, and it's something that you need to work with the GM to make sure that it's not abusive. But in that instance, as if I was your GM, because I came up with that, I'd be like, yeah, that makes absolutely sense. You're, you know, you're exerting yourself and just, like, pushing this thing off. So you can do a lot of things with karma points that are... I, I love that idea. I love the idea of, like, you're in, uh, a, you're, you're a Norse god. Uh, you're, well, no, not that idea, but, uh... You know, your character has a sudden surge of power that they wouldn't normally have access to. It calls for some creativity, and it calls for flexibility on the part of the GM, and it calls for creativity on the part of the player to find ways to utilize those that help. So, yeah, that's some of the karma points. You, you can give additional karma points. You'll, you'll earn them. You'll, you'll get them regularly. But if you want to give players the, the point of like, you know, you, you completed a big thing, you, 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 you saved the day, everybody gets a pool of karma points to pull from, uh, in addition to what you would normally have. That can give them kind of the feeling of leveling up a bit. So there's no leveling up in this game, but there is a mechanic to give them a similar feeling. I love the, the, the idea of backgrounds, cause like this is like the thing with like secret identities or what your character did before they became a superhero, you're basically just picking, like, kind of, what, what were you doing? So you get five points to spend in backgrounds. Uh, you can divide them. You can't have more than three levels in any given background. Just to give you an example, there's everything from, like, arcane, art, athletics, blue-collar, to, like, espionage, uh, high society, military, monarch, scientist, social sciences. These are all just, again, quick examples. But, like... They give you different benefits. Like, if you're arcane, you reroll your mind checks when seeking strange knowledge, uh, spirit checks when casting magic rituals, and awareness checks when trying to discern magical patterns or details. Whereas for military, uh, you know weapons appropriate to your experience in history, and you might be able to pilot or drive appropriate vehicles. You reroll agility when piloting military vehicles, mind when assessing tactics and recognizing weapons, and spirit when inspiring your fellows. Whereas for social sciences, you grant the ability to speak other languages, one extra language per level. You reroll mind and awareness checks when understanding data, conducting research, and recognizing clues. So you have five points that you can divide between all of those. There's a fair number of them, and they do all give different benefits. Uh, some of them are based on how many ranks you put in, but mostly it's just a flat, you get a bonus, and go you. You could have a bunch of different backgrounds, or you could maybe focus, and uh, maybe you like the the social sciences one, and you want to have a, a lot of ranks in that. Uh, or maybe your character is kind of like an everyman and had a lot of odd jobs and focused on various things. So the back normally backgrounds are just kind of like, what's your character do? He's a janitor. Oh, that's cool. Uh, let's go save the save the day. So having like the backgrounds actually play a mechanic in the building process. Is interesting because it's like you have characters like Doctor Strange, like for example, who you know he's not technically a street level hero, but let's say he's just starting out, and it's like, okay, what did Doctor Strange do before he became a superhero? Well, he was in medicine. He was a doctor. He was, you know, 
one of the the best surgeons in the world, which is kind of what led to Doctor Strange. Spoiler alert for the Doctor Strange movie. But, like, let's say, okay, you say, okay, I want to give him medicine, I want to give him high society, he was rich, he has some money to pull from, even after he became Doctor Strange, he still has access to that. Uh, I want to give him arcane and... You know, maybe you put, maybe you put like multiple ranks in arcane just to make him feel like the sorcerer supreme. But that's one example of how you can have this like very different pile of backgrounds in a single character. Or you could just go straight forward and be like, I want to put all the ranks in military and call it a day. When you're making your character, it's pretty standard. You're, you know, you have a certain number of points to put into the different attributes. You know, there's fighting, shooting, agility, strength. Toughness, mind, awareness, and spirit, and, you know, you have your karma points, but, uh, you're, that, that's all standard, like, it's, you know, there, there's nothing there that's like, I've never, I have no idea what that is, you can probably think through, like, what is that as I'm saying it. So when you're making your character, there are some cool aspects to it, you have the background thing, which we talked about, you're gonna describe three things about your character. These are, like, the core elements of, like, if you had to describe Superman, or Spider-Man, or any character, what would you say about them that would describe them in a, in a good way? So, like, there's your background, your, your, your origin. You know, is your character, uh, a mutant? Are they a mystical character? Are they an alien? There's also some funny, like, kind of like, they're definitely present in comics, but there's some in here that I love. My favorite is Super Ape. I love that there is a, a bat, an origin just for Super Apes. So, like, you have, like, a you know, Detective Chimp, Gorilla Grodd, but a good version, um, the gold, uh, you know, Kongorilla, great ape. <laughs> any of, any of the great ape characters. Then you're going to describe a positive thing. Maybe your character is like really good at machinery and there's like, there's nothing I can't fix. I'm a super ape and I can fix anything. And then there's a negative thing. You do get, in a similar way to like, uh, where you can invoke aspects in fate, you can call out these aspects to gain bonuses in the GM can give you a karma point to call them out as a negative aspect. If your character is like, uh, I have a really bad temper, you can call that out and they might, you know, flip over a table at a fancy gala and cause a scene. They'll get a karma point for that. So, hey, that's cool. And it gives you something to roll into for future use. That That's basically character creation. You do your backgrounds. You do your... You do also have points, of course, for your powers. Now, when I say powers... That doesn't necessarily mean, just because you have a power, it doesn't mean your character necessarily is superhuman. Some of them are straightforward. There's things like armor. It, it's just basically like, does your character wear like body armor? There's Captain America's shield. Things like combat master. When each time, when you're in combat, each time you're attacked, you get a minus one. So if you have Captain America and Iron Man fighting 50 Hydragoons, I love this fight because they're just going to mob these guys. Now, they might be just complete grunts, but they can just wear them down with sheer numbers. So Combat Master allows you to kind of waylay that a bit. Then there's things like uh, Blasters, which is like uh, just shooting, basically, more or less. And, you know, just the every power you would expect. And some kind of different ones that I'm, I'm really glad to see that they did. You have things like Entangle, which is uh, like, you know... Uh, Medusa's hair, or um, Godiva, who also has the similar thing of, like, she can control her hair and reach out and grab people. You have Karma Boost, which allows each player 
to start each issue with additional karma. You know, uh, magical blast, invisibility, power armor, which is that's the Iron Man thing. So you ha- you do have all the powers. I don't want to spend too long talking about the powers, but there are, there are a good a goodly number here. Then you do get to add some facets to them, like if you're like. My character has something different about his particular take on this power. Like, um, his energy blasts can, they're magical. They affect things that are ethereal as well as things that are physical. You can be like, he, they affect ghostly creatures or, uh, this, dev- this device. My power comes from a device or a gadget. Uh, you know, that's a, you can, lose it so you get points back to to put towards other things if you've ever played uh mutants and masterminds that is a a similar mechanic where you can have extras and flaws to your powers so that you can see the uh kind of the inspiration there i do love this however one of the examples i do is super patriot who uh has a has a shield which pretty much all of his most of his abilities come from that ability uh, most of his powers come from having this shield. A lot of points went into it. It's a good weapon. It's defensive. And you can do some cool things with it. The question was, can someone pick up this shield and use it? Yes, you can. But you're going to spend karma points to continue to use it. So, like, uh, in the Captain America First Avenger movie, when Bucky picks up Captain America's shield, he's spending karma points to use that. Now, that didn't work out so well, but that's an example of how, you know, Maybe it's Falcon and Captain America, and Falcon, you know, Captain America gets knocked down by uh, Baron Baron Zemo, and uh, you know he grabs the shield and he's kind of trying to fend off, he's trying to fend off, you know, the 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 villain uh, while you know Captain America is trying to recover or finish the scene and drive him off. So that's just kind of like examples of different characters you could make, and I I, I love the idea. Of, I love that they did a rule for that because like you're like. Well, this character has his, his gas gun. Can I grab it? And it's like, it makes you reluctant to have devices in superhero games because it's like, that stinks, dude. You, then like everyone can just pull their stuff all the time. Iron Man gets knocked down. It's, it's less fun if someone just constantly is grabbing his gear and using it to make himself more powerful. You do have various examples of characters that are included. And there's, uh, some, there's tools for generating capers and for victims, uh, everything from like mayors to, uh, you know, minor level supervillains. There's a, uh, a thing in here for generating a, a secret base, um, where you basically, you're just rolling d6s. It's like, okay, I rolled a, um, I rolled this. So I have, uh, it's, it's an armory. It's, it's the base's purpose, uh, basically is like, okay, so you roll a d6. You could be anything from a prison to super soldier research. Uh, what's the base's locale? Could be anything from like a skyscraper to a lost jungle. Um, the construction strength is like it's made of like everything from like superior metal, like nth metal to or adamantium to concrete. And uh, what's the base's defense? Is it defended by like minions or traps or uh, named characters? Like you know. Do we have, uh, like, Stingray guarding the, uh, the Avengers base? You know, you stay with the base and keep an eye on things. Those are all, you know, go into determining how your base is set up. Uh, special conditions, which, like, that's everything from, like, a self-destruct mode to teleportation portals, like, uh, like the Justice League. And, um, 
it does give examples of uh, different characters. There's if, if you're looking at this, they don't name them, and they very upfrontly do acknowledge that like they're they're giving examples of characters who are copywritten. So they're not naming those characters, but they are very similar. Uh, my friend Enrico, who owns Drawbridge, uh, has played this game a lot, and they did games with like uh, the Suicide Squad. It does seem to be a game that if you want to do like the most powerful heroes ever, like you want to do like a cosmic Marvel game, I might steer away from this. There are a lot of great games that allow you to do that. I would go towards like Mutants and Masterminds or maybe uh, Masks or something like uh, or something like that. This is for I want to make like street level heroes or, uh, you know, characters who are, who are dealing with like worldly threats, not characters who are like running around fighting Thanos. Uh, you, you know, in theory, yes, Doctor Strange could fight Thanos. And I think you could make a Doctor Strange character in this book. But um, it, it's really good. Um, it is not a I don't as far as I'm aware, it's not it's a getting it is maybe a little bit problematic. Because uh, it's only available in a couple of places. If you're in the Pittsburgh area, um, they do have it in several of the local game stores. Like uh, Phantom has it, uh, Drawbridge Games has it. So if you're if you are in the Pittsburgh area, it is available at most of the the big game stores in, around here. That, as far as I'm aware, I, I don't think Legion has it yet, but that, I may be wrong. It is if you're if you're not in the Pittsburgh area and you're hearing me talk about this game, you're like, this sounds really cool. What can I, uh, what can I, what can I do to get my hands on it? Sadly, it's not on drive-thru RPG. Uh, it is available on Lulu, so you can order it online if you, if you want to get it. Uh, the copy I bought, I bought the paper copy. It was $17. Uh, it does come with artwork. Uh, I'm double checking here. I think the art is also done by Scott. Let me see here. No, the art is actually, uh, the, the cover art is done by Jan Anarella and Carrie Posing. Uh, so that, uh, the back cover is done by William Lukash and also Carrie Posing. And let's see here. Interior artwork is by various, uh, we got Joseph Dragovich, uh, Thomas Scioli, William Lukash, uh, Jan Anarella, and Rick Yanazeki. I apologize if I mispronounced any of your names. There is art in it and it's very nice art. It's all black and white. Um, do I, if I have one complaint, I wish that there was art for the example heroes that are provided. That's my only complaint. I, I get why it's not there because they would look like, it, it, you know, you got to keep printing costs down. Uh, the cut, the art's black and white. I, I really hope that this game does extremely well and maybe they can do a reprint at some point with maybe uh, more art or maybe like color art. But uh if you're if you're looking for a superhero game and you're like you know I've tried Savage Worlds or I've tried uh, some of the other ones and I want something a little more basic that we can just get in have fun with and goof around, this is a really good example of a fun game. It has just enough crunch to give you that that design feel where you feel like you're really making your character, and um, it doesn't get in the way of story. You know you can you can get in and and make cool comic book esque adventures that you can have a lot of fun with. So again, it is 3D6 Supers. I'll throw a link to the uh, to the Lulu site online so that you know folks can find it more easily. But uh, 
3D6 super uh, 3D6 supers from Four Color Studios. Highly recommend it. Fun game, uh, very unique, and uh, it takes a lot of different elements from different games to and reimagines them and in. It manages to 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 borrow ideas, but it doesn't feel like it's stealing them because it it re it reincorporates them and makes it their own at the same time. So I do recommend it. Check it out, and uh, that's that's all for now. Until next time, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll have more stuff for you soon. Play lots of games and be safe. Bye.